yes, thank you for this opportunity to talk about podcasting. It's uh, something I feel very passionate about, and uh, I really enjoy the chance to uh, share this with other people who may be new to podcasting or have been around for a while and uh, have their own vision of what it is that we do. Uh, my name is Scarborough Dude. Now, you may guess that that's not my real name. It is my podcasting name and, and basically my online name. I use this when I attend conferences like uh, podcamps and so on. It was given to me by uh, some friends in Montreal. They weren't friends at the time, but um, they just referred to me as that guy from Scarborough, the Scarborough dude. And uh, I liked it. I live in Scarborough, a part of Tor uh, Toronto, Ontario. And it seemed to fit. It was the perfect, uh, the perfect name for uh, who I was. And uh, I guess who I am now, and in fact, the uh, the strange thing is I've grown into becoming this character, perhaps more than my real life, or my real me has become merged with this uh, Scarborough dude persona, who has um, grown and evolved uh, through podcasting. I've been doing this for uh, over uh, geez, seven years now. Uh, my podcast is called the Dicks and Janes Podcast, and that's D-I-C-K-S-N-J-A-N-E-S. -E that comes from the Dicks, uh, Dick and Jane characters who were uh, in um, a series of readers that many people of my generation, uh, I go back to the 1950s. Uh, I am in my 60s now. I grew up in the 60s. Um, but when I was learning to read as a youngster in school, we had a, a series of readers all across North America, and the main characters are Dick, Jean, and uh, their sister, Sally. Dog called Spot, and a cat called Puff, I believe, but uh, enough about them. I, I find it's a wonderful term, Dick and Jean. It's very generic. I mean it to include everybody, and long before I started podcasting, I had uh, a zine that I put out for... 20 years, four times a year, and mailed it around the world to a number of friends and subscribers. And we just called it Dixon Jeans, meaning anybody can be part of this uh, social experiment. Uh, it ran its course, and when it ended, um, I went for about a year, I guess, of reading, getting back into reading, in particular, beat literature from the 1950s, which I'm very fond of and am to this day. And... Um, started listening to music again. Music had disappeared from my life. I lived in Japan for several years, and music just wasn't part of, of my world, And it, it, but it was when I was growing up, and again, throughout the 60s, all that wonderful stuff that came our way. And um, for about a year, I started tuning in again, and I had teenage sons, and they were turning me on to new music, and that meant a lot. So I, I was starting to listen, and and hear things, and sometimes radio, and then I heard about this thing called podcasting. I, I believe it was a copy of Wired magazine that featured Adam Curry, and I read about it and thought, wow, I think I could do that. It's, uh, you know, I'm not uh, by nature a geek, but it sounded easy enough to be able to create an MP3 file and put it out. There was a little trickier in the early days, but I got myself, I had an iPod, and uh a little Griffin mic you stuck up on the top and was able to start recording myself. Um, all this started after listening to a, um, a podcast from Montreal called the Bob and AJ Show, and it was just two old friends 
who got together and talked about old times and joked and had a few drinks during the show and played some music. And it was it was very welcoming. It was a wonderful thing to hear. And it, it, to me, it was the, the perfect expression of those pioneer days of podcasting. In the beginning, it was so thrilling to, wow, it, you have your own radio station. This is amazing. So I became a big fan of the Bob and AJ show, and uh, they were always asking for listeners' input. And one day I used my recorder and sent in a comment. And uh, in a joking mood, I I thanked them for setting the bar so low that anybody could join in on this, what I considered almost a game, you know, putting out a podcast. They didn't quite know how to take that and uh, fired back, come on, Scarborough, dude, put out your own, whoever you are. And uh, that was it. I was hooked from that point on. Um, In terms of content. My show is, uh, I always preface it by saying it's not everybody's cup of tea. I have a dedicated band of listeners who've been pretty well with me from the beginning, and some have actually joined later and gone back uh, to listen to the whole back archive of uh, the Dixon Janes podcast. I put out a one-hour show every week, pretty well without fail. I'm up to about 340 episodes now. And the content is whatever happens to be emerging from my subconscious mind at that moment, wherever I happen to be. It's very, very different. There is absolutely nothing scripted in my podcast. Uh, a lot of it is just a stream of consciousness. And again, for some people it works and for some it doesn't. But I make my living as a teacher. I can hold a conversation. I'm doing this now without notes, obviously. And uh, to me, that's part of the thrill. I don't know what I'm going to say. I don't know what's going to come out. And I've always referred to my podcasting uh, as an art form and also as a kind of therapy that, like meditating, you sometimes just have to let the thoughts arise, let them come out and express themselves. And I I find the same with podcasting. I have a, what I call a 10-second rule I don't podcast in front of a computer at home or in a a stiff working environment. I usually drive to a very nice park. There are several around where I live, sometimes even a a gravesite, nice and quiet, sometimes in my car, sometimes on a bench. I have now a very nice Olympus LS10 handheld mic. It's a beautiful piece of equipment. And the 10-second rule means as soon as I'm comfortable, I sit down, I'm comfortable, I'm where I want to be, And then I just, boom, hit the record button. I don't give myself time to rehearse or plan or prepare or think what I'm going to do. And so it's sort of like conversation. It it gradually, it moves, it evolves, it changes. And uh, next thing you know, you're talking about something you had no idea was on your mind. It may be current events, very often that's the case. Uh, But just as often it reverts back to childhood or a piece of an adventure I'm recalling. I've I've lived in Africa and Asia and traveled throughout Europe. I've, I've people of my generation have done a lot of traveling and uh, traveling in the mind as well uh, through psychedelics and so on. So a, a piece of the past might emerge, you know, in, in the middle of a uh, another thought stream, and I just let it go and I talk for up to fifteen, maximum twenty minutes at a time, and then shut it off. And I take that home, let it sit, and a day or two later during the course of the week, 
I'll go somewhere else and sit on the recorder again and do the same thing, talk for 15 minutes maybe. By the time I've got about 50 minutes, 45, 50 minutes worth of material, um, I put it into GarageBand. I take songs from my own collection. Whatever stream of thought, if I was talking about friendship or food or travel, adventure, whatever mood I was in, I try and find a piece of music. And this is the only part that I find difficult. I will go through my library of tunes and find a piece that somehow fits and may join the clips together and put those in between. Now, very often, only I can understand what the connection is, but uh, sometimes it's a little more obvious, maybe the title of the music or the artist. Sometimes it's just a mood, a little Tom Waits, a little Bob Dylan, depending on what I'm talking about, uh, Hank Snow, <laughs> a lot of old-time country stuff. It, it doesn't really matter. It's whatever I feel like. It's sometimes upbeat and sometimes it's very mellow. And I use those clips to join the podcast together and, of course, obviously, to give the listener a break. And by the end of it, invariably, I'm at the 60-minute mark, 60-61 max. And I put that out in MP3 format and uh, set it out there. I have a blog, and um, my listeners subscribe and um, send in comments, come back for more. So in terms of creating content, it's almost that the content creates itself. It's whatever emerges. Um, The interesting thing is, and people have pointed this out to me, that Although I'm not aware of it at the time, more often than not, there's been a theme that emerges throughout the week. Maybe something on a deep, deeper level that has been troubling me or, or making me reflect. And it, the pieces somehow end up fitting together. And more often than not, they resolve themselves. So what I, a problem at the beginning of the podcast may be solved at the end of the podcast. It's almost a bit like magic. I do hold strongly to the view that this is therapeutic. Um, One of the questions you've posed to me is, how do you get comfortable in front of a microphone? And for that, I simply don't think about it. Now, again, for some people, this is is difficult. They want to rehearse. Uh, They want to get it just right. And I think the... um, I have very much of a Zen-like approach to all of this. Simple answer, it doesn't matter. The content doesn't matter. You should make your sound decent enough. You should have decent equipment to start with and and, uh, don't inflict pain on on your listeners. But don't worry about it too much. And I know a lot of people get stressed in the rehearsal. And I think the more self-conscious you are, the worse it's going to be. I think you've just got to have the courage to let go and let it be. I don't edit any of my show, but if I found there is a a clip, for example, just recently, I uh, recorded a clip after having several pints of beer, and it got a little off track and a little rough in places. And sometimes that's very entertaining. My listeners enjoy that. But uh, sometimes it just doesn't work. And I will just throw out that entire 15-minute clip and just not use it and uh, put something else in its place. So being comfortable is, is being more of a question of being comfortable with yourself. I think the, the catchphrase for myself and friends who listen to my show and, and shows that I listen to is authenticity. Being your authentic self. If you can't do that, this is not the medium for you. And, and again, I'm coming at it from a particular point of view, not a commercial point of view, 
not a monetization point of view, but from the point of view of an amateur who's doing this for the art form and for the passion and for the joy, sheer joy of being able to create something and put it out there for uh, listeners to enjoy or ignore, you know, as they will. The wonderful thing about podcasting is that the um, audience finds you and is self-selecting. And many people will listen to five minutes of my show and say, wow, I don't have time for that old guy. And they're gone. And I'm happier because I know the ones who stay, it's a sense of we're having a conversation, maybe down in my basement, the way we used to talk uh, before a lot of technology got in the way of real conversation. Um, and it's like having a group of friends over and we're just enjoying a conversation. It just tends to be a little bit one-sided on my part. Uh, but those are the people I want, uh, listening. And those are the people that this works for. So the wonderful thing about podcasting is you find your niche, you find the thing you want to talk about, and it doesn't matter what it is, something that you're passionate about or comfortable with, speak with that degree of authority, speak with that degree of comfort, Speak with that passion. Speak with that authentic voice. They will find you, and you will you will gradually get more and more. I was recently asked at a conference. I did a, a presentation called Zen and the Art of Podcasting. And after doing this entire presentation, saying it doesn't matter about your listeners. Don't worry about them. Do it just for the sake of doing. It's the act of doing that counts. And then in the end, almost as a byproduct, you've, you've got a podcast that's out there. And at the very end of the session, somebody put up their hand and said, well, how many listeners do you have? And I, after responding very rudely, I explained once again, if you're thinking, focusing on building your listenership, you may be in the wrong game or you're not in this vein of podcasting, which is doing it for the, the spirit, the joy, the fun. Um, people will pick and choose. People want their tech podcasts, they're, uh, you know, serious, maybe history. I have a few. I, I might, One of my favorites is the Slate political podcast. Even though I'm Canadian, it's about American politics. I'm passionate about that show. And, and, and I guess this is the strength of podcasting. There can be so many channels and everybody out there just picks and chooses. I think the concern we have up in Canada is that um, the listenership of podcasts tends to be other podcasters. And it would be really nice if this could re- reach a wider audience of more people who are maybe, you know, driving a truck or working out on a farm or rural parts of the country, you know, out on a fishing boat, who might tune in just for the company and uh, the intimacy. And, it's, of course, it's very intimate, especially when you're listening with headphones or earbuds or whatever. So let the podcast itself find its audience rather than you know, uh, going too much in the way of commercialization and trying to get sponsors and so on, because that that will probably only get you into trouble, at least from my perspective. Uh, Back to the getting comfortable in front of it. Be comfortable with yourself and uh, speak in your own voice. And, and, you know, record. It's free. Record it. If you don't like the sound of it, put it aside. Try it again. Try it again. But eventually... If you keep at it, you'll build up a level of confidence and, and comfort with your own voice, your own style. And uh, that will work. That will work for you. Uh, another question I see I've been 
pose some of your favorite social media tips that podcasters can use. Um, on that front, I would say attend conferences. Go to PodCamp. If there's any kind of a podcaster gathering anywhere near where you are, go and meet people in real life. It's sheer pleasure. And I have got so many friends who know me from my podcast. I remember one of the first podcasts I went to in Montreal, you'd walk up behind somebody and you'd hear them speaking and you say, I know that guy. You've never seen them before, but you know who they are by recognizing their voice. That happened more, of course, in the beginning. Um, but then you see them at another conference and another and, and you become, you've got, suddenly you've got a lot of drinking buddies and a, a lot of people you consider really good friends that you know well on a very intimate level and, and they know you in the same vein. Uh, that's a wonderful thing. So I would say take that social media, follow what's going on, but stay tuned to um, gatherings. They don't even have to be pod camps. They could be, you know, uh, Twitter gatherings and so on. There's any number of them going on. We do a live podcast tonight here in Toronto. And uh, just to bring people out and say, let's let's do a podcast live. And month, we do it on a monthly basis and more and more people come out and uh, you get to know, know new people. And uh, new podcasts even get formed by whoever happens to be in attendance. And suddenly, oh, you've got a guest for your show. That works very well, too. I do a couple of other podcasts, one called Gappages, and of course that lends itself to visitors coming on and uh, we explore the age gaps between people. I think what happens and what I'm getting at here is there is a tremendous amount of creativity that comes from meeting other people and interacting with them in real life. Um, that's where you want to get to. That's that's what you want to do. Enjoy the, the chemistry of meeting up and, and talking to people. So use the social media to meet people in real life. Uh, another question is, do you, see, do you see anything new or interesting coming up in podcasting on the horizon? I'm not, uh, I'm not that tuned in. Again, I would go back to, for me, it's, it's about uh, the gatherings. We have one in um, Ottawa, Ontario called uh, PAB. It used to be called Podcasters Across Borders as a gathering for uh, Americans and Canadians to get together. And now it's just become a, a greater conference to, on the, the topic of creativity. Because I think at heart, uh, podcasters are really artists, and there's an artistry in this whole movement. I, I do see it as a movement, um, almost in a political sense. Uh, it's a chance to reclaim the voice of the individual. We get drowned out by the media, by CNN, by big corporations, and I think this is the real chance for the little guy, um, the, the 99% to speak up and give their opinions about what's going on or what you value or what you, how you think things should be in a better world and so on. It's a real chance to express things that are, that are important to you as well. So uh, I think the movement has to grow. There were all these talks in the past of, oh, podcasting is dead. It's going to go into video. I don't see that. I think the intimacy of this kind of uh, radio, if you want to call it. A lot of people don't like even the word podcasting. The intimacy of hearing a person's voice, hearing their true voice, and whether you agree or disagree, getting back to that level of one-on-one -on -one communication is the real beauty. Podcasting is not something you do. You put it on and you, you sit there and listen in a group. If you're with a group, talk to each other. Don't listen. But if you're walking your dog, if it's late at night and you can't sleep, 
Uh, if you're sitting on a park bench by the sea, put in the earbuds, listen to a favorite podcaster. Uh, that's what I'd like to say. I really do appreciate this um, opportunity to uh, talk about the thing that I care so deeply about. And um, I hope if any of you are new listeners, um, send me an email. It's dixonjanes at gmail.com. And uh, this is your host of the Dixon Janes podcast, the Scarborough Dude, signing off. Bye for now. <laughs>